Welcome to the New Money Habits Podcast, where we talk about how to create a better plan for your money so you don't have to live paycheck to paycheck. Here are your hosts, Sarah Jones and Nino Villa. Welcome back, Budgeteers. Coach Nino Villa here, and alongside me, Sarah Jones, my partner on the airways, who the last time we checked in with you, Sarah, you were in Denver. Are you, or, or not, sorry, Colorado. I'm one of those people who, outside of Colorado, I think Denver's like the only city that's there. <laughs> it's a big state. My apologies. The last time I checked in, you were in Colorado. Where are you tuning in from today? Mm, we are still in Colorado, and I, I've got some pretty good mics here. I don't know if you can hear the wind outside, but you're likely going to see my plants in the background moving if you're watching this, um, or if I've got a shaky voice. It's because the wind is blowing very, very heavily today. Um, and we are moving all over the place. So still in Colorado, but taking off shortly. So heading down South coming this way. Yes. Yes. I can't wait. I cannot wait. (laughs) Fantastic. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, uh, I hope that, uh, you know, the wind stays calm enough, uh, and doesn't like, that'll be interesting. If I look behind you, I actually just heard some rattling. Something just rattled. <laughs> yeah. It'll be interesting if I'm looking behind you and the plants are kind of waving back and forth. I recorded, I posted a reel on Instagram, I think last week or something, that we were sitting and the wind was so strong that all of my plants were literally, you know, back and forth. And uh, so it's a, it's the real deal when you live in a fifth wheel and the wind is blowing, your house literally shakes and moves. And so, oh, there's some plants moving. I don't know if you can catch that, you know, but they are, they're moving. <laughs> Wild. All right. Well, stay safe out there. All right. So today's topic, what do I want to kind of jump in here? Um, you know, it's the month of November, and I've heard this term kind of thrown around about no spend November or no spend insert month here. Um, and so there's this this like trend out there in the world where people are kind of dedicating an entire month to not spending. Mm. And I want to kind of unpack that a little bit um, because uh, I'll be the first to say, like, I, I'm not signing up for that. Um, I'm, I'm <laughs> signing up for like wise spending, but I want to kind of provide a little bit of context, a little bit of background. And, and I think we can jump into this. So, like I said, there seems to be this trend about like having an entire month where you dedicate to like no spending and when you kind of peek behind the cur- curtain and, and, and you click on the title of the blog article or whatever, and you get a closer look, you know, what these what these financial gurus, we'll call them, although I don't think they're gurus, are telling people <laughs> is that, you know, for a full 30 days, do not spend on anything other than your essentials. If it's not a need, then you shouldn't be spending money on it. And while I can, I can appreciate like where they're coming from and and what they're trying to do. I think that this is a horrible, horrible message to send people about how to really manage money. Well, you know, here we're all about forming new habits and it usually takes about 21 days to form a new habit. So I can get behind doing something for three or four weeks, but a blanketed statement about not spending on anything that's not an essential seems a little overkill to me. 
But what say you, Sarah? Uh, I mostly agree with that. Um, because, you know, we do. We talk a lot about spending according to your values. And and why do we want, you know, I like, I like spending money. I mean, I'm just going to say it. I like spending money. And so if you're going to tell me that, you know, hey, this is a whole month where I don't want you to spend money, I'm going to probably be angry um, because I, I want to spend money on the things that are within my values, right? And, and um, are in alignment with what it is, who I'm becoming and what I want in the future. And to your point, I think that the, and dare I say originally, I don't know where this originated from. So in my mind, when I first heard um, these no spend months, I thought, you know what, maybe this is a good idea. Maybe. And I think the premise behind them is is not a bad idea. But I have found that there's so much shaming that goes along with these months. And and I have said it before, I'm sure, and I'm going to say it again. I am so tired of these wants versus needs conversations when it comes to money. And if, if you're going to say, hey, let's do a month of you know, you only spend on what you need. You can't spend on what you want. I'm now instantly turned off by that because mm. it's not addressing what I like to work with in clients. And I know you do as well, right? Is our, our true habits and our behaviors and our intentionality and being mindful and, and just limiting and, and depriving and, and going into scarcity mode with our spending, I think that goes against what I want to be teaching and, and the, the information that I want to be putting out into the world. Yeah. And you just said in a very important word there, depriving, mm. you know, I'm not, I'm not into you have, you must deprive yourself of this, that, and the other. I want to switch out that, that one D word for a different D word. <laughs> I want to get rid of deprivation and depriving yourself. And I want to replace it with discipline. Mm. Let's just be disciplined in how we manage our money so that we can take care of the things we need to take care of and so that we can have the things we want to have. Or said another way, that we can take care of what's absolutely essential mm -hmm. and we can still spend on some of those conveniences that we desire. Now, I'll be the first to say, like, in moderation and with intentionality and, and, and within, like, limits, right? Like, kind of limit mm -hmm. yourself. So that's where I think, you know, um, I'm excited about our conversation today because helping people to like not focus on, oh, I must deprive myself and I must not spend on anything. Instead, let's just replace that with a little bit of discipline, a bunch of intentionality. Let's have a plan mm -hmm. and then you can take care of all the things you're required to take care of and you can still enjoy the things that you want to enjoy. You can have, dare I say, you can have the best of both worlds. <laughs> what? What? It's not an either or thing? <laughs> All or nothing. Either right? this or that. Nope. <laughs> oh, you know, I love this. And, you know, I'll say, you know, there's been pieces of this that I've used with clients before. When I'm working with somebody that has a particularly difficult category of, and I'm going to say overspend, which means they're not being intentional. And 
some of it, you know, emotional spending or, you know, triggered spending, right? In And sometimes they're, they're kind of doing it before they even recognize that they're doing it because it's their default, right? And they haven't recognized the habit yet. So I've mm-hmm. used, um, and I'm going to call it a tool, um, that we've had the conversation, you know, how about you not go out to eat this month, right? How about you not purchase clothes this month? Because it's not, it does not fall into their essentials categories, right? They're doing it to fill another need within them. They're doing it to fill this hole in another, in another area. And so I've definitely introduced this concept of let's pick one category that we're having a particularly rough time in and let's work on identifying the habit. Let's work on being disciplined in this area and let's really look at how does this area spending or not spending, how is it in line with your values and how is it falling into that category of who are you becoming, right? How is it really helping your future and helping you get to where you want to go? And so let's take a look at this area. And I've challenged people to not spend in specific categories before, but that doesn't mean not spend. We've introduced into their budgets ways to contribute to those categories that are in alignment. So they're not an unintentional spend. It's not, hey, I got bored and I'm jumping on one of the major retailers online and I'm just going to order some stuff, right? That we're building in the intentionality and the discipline needed so they can carry this forward and feel good about the decisions, right? And feel good about how they're spending their money. Yeah. See, I like that. And I can get on board with that. Let's, let's pick a category, right? Mm -hmm. I go back to this blanketed statement about you can't spend on anything that's not an essential. It just seems a little overkill, ridiculous and unnecessary where to your point, let's really identify what are the categories you're struggling with? Why do you think you're struggling with those categories? What are the triggering effects? What's the emotional tie there? Let's actually uncover some things. And then let's try to implement a new healthier habit for Mm -hmm. how to manage that particular category. I love your example of clothing. See, clothing in the villa household is not something that we do. Like, this is not a month-to-month thing for us. Um, A long, long time ago... When I was a W-2 employee who's paid bi-weekly, I established that those two months in the year that you get that third paycheck were automatically the months that we set aside extra money for clothes and then we went and bought the clothes that we needed, right? Mm. But to your point, there are so many people out there, I've worked with so many clients that clothing is either part of their monthly budget or when we first started working together, it wasn't even a part of their budget. It was just part of their spend. Mm -hmm. And so it's a great example of going after a category where maybe there aren't real clear boundaries or limits. And it's about establishing some boundaries and limits. Nothing crazy. It's It's not that you can't go out and buy new clothes. It's, hey, let's take a look at your budget and let's see how much your budget can afford either, you know, every pay period, every month, you know, once every three months, whatever that time interval is. But put those boundaries together and then fund it, contribute to it, have the money there ready to go before you you spend it. But like you said, and like I just kind of reiterated, it 
it takes a little bit of let's look at the category you're struggling with and why you're struggling with it and understanding mm -hmm. what is the behavioral side of that so that we can introduce a new habit and something that the the client feels good about that they can they kind of say hey you know what i can do that it's not that i have to deprive myself it's just that i have to institute a little bit of discipline here a little bit of intentionality i'm going to put together a plan and then i'm just going to go and execute that plan and i got to tell you whenever i've done this with a client they feel so much better mm -hmm. about their spending even if the dollar amount didn't even change just if the the way in which they did it instead of going and being impulsive and putting it on a credit card and then dealing with that later if it's i put a set aside the money then i go shopping and i bought it with cash or maybe i still mm -hmm. put it on the card but i pay it off right away they just feel better about it and those are the kind of results i'm interested in helping people achieve i could not agree with that more um <clears throat> it takes people out of being in a reactive state all the time right, into being more proactive, you know, moving them into the planning stages of this um, and getting us out of this reactive state and being in a reactive state all the time. It messes with our nervous system, right? It puts us in this kind of this fight or flight mode all the time, right? And so then it, it, it that bleeds over into all other categories of our budget. And so if we can move out of that reactive state and move into something that is very proactive, that's very intentional, that we're planning, even to your point, even though they might not necessarily be spending more, but they're spending intentionally. And it goes along with who it is that they're, they are becoming. It goes along with, okay, these are actually within my values and I feel good about it because I know how I'm going to do this. And I want to even point out one thing with the whole no spend month you know, or the no spend months that they put out there. You know, you know, as well as I do, that things in life happen crazy. Things happen, right? Mm -hmm. And so if, if I'm in a no spend month and, I, and, and I'm being told out there, don't spend this month only on the essentials, and then something crazy happens in life, maybe a, 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 an amazing opportunity comes my way. I'm going to, that's going to throw me into this turmoil. Right, this is going to put me into a situation that's like, oh, I don't know, and and maybe we lose out on opportunities that come our way during these months that aren't necessarily beneficial. Right, it's it's not helping us develop good habits. It's putting us into this weird, man. I'm not supposed to spend this month, but there's a really good opportunity here, and I've got my opportunity fund, right? But mm -hmm. oh, it's a no spend month, and so I think it just creates a weird dynamic with people and and how we view money and view our spending when um, these whole no spend months come a, come about. So I don't know if how you feel about that, but I'm just I'm not on board with with um, second guessing, right? Or or taking away. I think it kind of takes away our ability to make those choices um, if we participate in these no spend months. Yeah, I think there's there's some real truth to that about you can't plan for everything, right? And so an opportunity fund or, you know, I used to kind of joke with clients about like planning for spontaneity. Mm -hmm. That just sounds like an oxymoron. Like, how do you plan for spontaneity? Well, 
If you have some money set aside, like an opportunity fund, where it's like, hey, this money is set aside for the things I can't necessarily plan for. I didn't know they were going to happen. Or maybe I knew they were going to happen, but maybe I didn't know when. I'll give you an example. So I got two kids who are in grade school. Well, one in middle school, one in grade school. And their school just announced that they're going to have like a, um, a uniform sale where you can mm. buy slightly used uniforms for like two bucks. Wow. And it's like, well, I didn't know. I knew, I know that the school does that, but I didn't know when they were going to do it. And so they just announced it. Well, if I'm in a no spend month, it, but now there's an opportunity to get what is otherwise a necessity for cheaper. It's like, so you're right. It puts you in this like weird space. Now I will say, as you said that, and I thought about it and I was like, yep, I agree. Another thought did cross occur to me and kind of crossed my mind. And that is, you know, I don't know why, but the word fasting kind of like mm. came, came to mind, right? Where like people will say like, you know, I'm fasting and, and maybe they're, Maybe they're fasting from food altogether for a day or two, or maybe somebody's fasting from sweets for a week or whatever. And I think this kind of came up because my, my daughter just did like this fasting challenge where she fasted from every other liquid other than water. So no hmm. soda, no juice, that sort of thing. And so as you were saying that, this word kind of came to mind that, you know, there are moments when it is appropriate to kind of fast to to step away from something but when you're mm -hmm. when you're fasting you're usually stepping away from one thing so that you can focus on something i'll go back to the word you're always using what's in line with your values so you're usually mm -hmm. stepping away from this one thing so that you can focus on something that you value more now if you're doing a no spend month because of that Sure. But how many people are like, I'm not spending on these things because I'm really looking at my values and I value these other things more? Or is it more of that shaming that you were talking about earlier mm -hmm. and, and feeling obligated or I have to do this because of this, that or the other? So yeah. this is what I'll, I'll wrap with this and say, it's another reason why I like the categories, because if you're going to fast, just using that word from close shopping for the next 30 days so that you can focus on something you value more. Mm -hmm. Well, I can get behind that. But again, that goes back to the behavioral side of things and why are we doing it and where's the intentionality? Right. And I'll even take that a step further that it doesn't do you any good to just eliminate something if you're not recognizing the benefit and why you're really doing it, right? And so if mm. you're not working on how is this benefiting me, if you're only doing it to not spend money, how is that really benefiting? Because not spending money, in my opinion, doesn't benefit you. That's a it really doesn't benefit good you. Point. That's a really good point. Because if I go back to even the example of my daughter who decided she's going to just drink water and and eliminate the other beverages. She probably didn't do this at the beginning, but if you would ask her now, what, like, why, how did that benefit you? Well, she's a runner. She, she runs cross country and track. And so being more like getting some of that crap out of the body and, and, and being more um, hydrated 
mm-hmm. helps her perform better, right? Feel better, perform better. Mm-hmm. And so I love that. Let's reflect on why are you doing this and to what mm-hmm. benefit, right? Mm-hmm. So that you can then focus on the benefit part of it. Oh, this will help me to achieve this other goal, or it will help me to, you know, kind of con- maybe, maybe you're somebody who has said like, I feel like I'm out of control spending in this area and this mm-hmm. will help me to gain control in that area that I want to gain control in. And those are really good reasons to do mm-hmm. something like that, uh, that go beyond feeling like shamed into it. Or right? I have to, mm-hmm. because you know, I'm otherwise a horrible rotten person. Right. Right. And I, I think that focusing on the benefit of what, you know, you hope to achieve, right? What, what is the real benefit? And and I'll say, you know, I don't think that not spending money is a real benefit. And that might be counterintuitive or, or people might be saying, well, gosh, what does she mean by that? I want to be very intentional with my money. And so I don't want my money to just sit in my account and not have a purpose, right? That that's just because I'm not spending it. I want to look at what is the benefit. If I'm going to a, a, a address the situation, a, a category, right? That I, maybe I'm, maybe I'm struggling and maybe I've got a, um, an impulse, uh, spending problem in a certain category. And I'll just, we'll go with the clothing, right? So limiting myself, right. And saying, no, you know, I'm going to challenge myself to a no clothing spend month. So what's the benefit? You know what? I'm going to put the money that I maybe would have spent, or I'm going to choose to put $50 into my clothing budget so I've got money the next time I want to go shopping, right? It's not about the not spending money. It's about how do I want to use this, right? Mm -hmm. This, um, you know what? By not spending money on clothing shopping this month, so I'm going to take that challenge, and I'm going to instead, I'm going to dedicate a chunk of money to put in into an investment, or I'm going to make a payment on um, a, a debt that's been bothering me, or I'm going to build up my peace of mind fund, you know, because that really is more important for me right now. So I'm going to be really intentional. And that's the benefit is it's helping me to recognize where I really want my dollars to be going. Right. And so, but not spending it and just keeping it there. And that's another thing that I think I have a problem with in no spend months is they don't address that. It's not just about not spending money. It's about where does that money go? Where do you want it to go? Um, and I haven't seen that in any of the challenges that have been thrown out there. So, yeah, you know, it, it's funny. Like I, I was clicking around, um, you know, preparing for this, just kind of seeing like what are some of the things out there more recently. And to your point, it's not about it's not about focusing. Like some people will try to list benefits, but their benefits are never what you just outlined, which is. Where am, I, where am I redirecting these dollars so that I take care of the things that are more important to me? I think it's that. It, it's those two things. It's the how is this going to benefit you and how is it going to align to your values, right? If you're going to stop spending in a category for a month, for a week, whatever that is, I'll figure out where those dollars are going instead that aligns mm-hmm. with what is what you value and what's important mm-hmm. to you, you know, and none of you're right. None of them are talking about 
like the redirecting of funds into things that are more important. Right. Right. And so I would just say, you know, if, if somebody's looking at doing one, then do it in a way that really does align, right? Do it in a way that really feels good. And please, and I'm going to say, please don't do just a no spend month. Maybe if, if you have, you feel like you're struggling in a category, pick a category and say, you know, instead of spending here, I want to really look at what am I trying to accomplish, right? What is the real benefit? What do I want the outcome to be here? And I don't believe that the outcome is never to not spend in a category. The outcome is I want to look at my habits or this is a category that, you know what, really spending in this category every month isn't in alignment with who I really want to become, right, in, in, in my future and what I'm working towards. And so if you're looking at paying off debt and maybe you're spending in a category and I'll just go with the clothing, you're spending in clothing category every month. Could you choose to not spend in the clothing category each month and instead choose to make a larger payment to a debt. And maybe you're going to feel better about that decision because you're doing something that fits with what you're working towards, what, what you really want to have happen. Right. And so it's just that redirect and, and recognizing what can I do? What can I choose to do differently? So instead mm -hmm. of this, I'm going to do this. So I would say if anybody's looking to do a no spend, maybe pick a category and take it slow and, and understand the benefit, what benefit you really want to get out of it. What's the yeah. true purpose of it? You know, as you were sharing that, I'm, I'm feeling a little challenged. I'm, I'm feeling like I want to <laughs> challenge myself in a, a particular category. So there, you know, there's an element of my entertainment budget that is set aside for like poker night with the guys, right? And that's fine, but I'm feeling challenged right now that I I might want to take that little element of that entertainment budget and mm -hmm. redirect it maybe between now and like the end of the year to giving. Because mm. if, if I have this money to blow, because I mean, think about it, like, Poker's gambling. Gambling is you're pretty pretty much blowing your money. But, so, but if I have this money to give away, why not redirect it towards um, some giving opportunities? You know, hmm. I don't know. As you were talking, I just kind of got a little bit challenged there, and now I think I want to accept the challenge that for the next couple of months, that that hmm. little piece of my entertainment budget be redirected. Hmm towards giving. Wow. I love that. I'm trying to think, um, cause I always love a good challenge. You know, I, I throw right. challenges out all the time. So, um, you know, I just talked with my husband about this the other day. <clears throat> one thing, and, and I used the word concern. Um, one of my concerns with, with getting back to Arizona was our experience money. There are a lot of things that we really love doing in Arizona, right? And we have a, uh, we have a whole separate fund for experiences. And we've never put a cap on what we would spend each month. It's just here as our fund. And we were pretty good about, you know, choosing how we're, we're spending that. But I told him this is a concern. And he said, you know, I think I agree with you. So maybe my challenge for him and I is going to be, I'm going to put a cap on 
what we spend for experience money in Arizona for the rest of the year. There you go. I like it. Because sometimes having that open-ended, if we both identified that it there's a concern there, right? There's a great opportunity for a challenge and, and a great opportunity to address that. Um, and to see what we can come up with to do for free, right? Or to change how we spend those dollars. That might be a fun challenge. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and I think I think both of our examples are really highlighting everything we talked about. It's about redirecting to a lines of values, right? Mm. For me, like entertainment and specifically gambling, although I enjoy the time with the, the fellas, and truth be told, I'm kind of good at it. So sometimes I walk <laughs> away with more money than I walked in with. But that's not mm. the point. The point is, like, I value giving and being a blessing onto others more than I value entertainment and gambling. So mm. why don't I put my money where my mouth is <laughs> and I will, t I will accept this challenge. It's not a no spend month. It's a let's redirect some funds mm -hmm. that are going one place to a different place that you hold in greater value. And it sounds like for you and your husband, it, it's, it's similar. It's yes, you have the money set aside and you've planned for that. And that's great, but allowing it to kind of be open-ended and willy nilly doesn't really align with your values. Your values mm -hmm. are let's have some boundaries. Let's have some limits so that, cause the other great thing about that though, I, I find this every time around like the holidays, if like, if you do one of those gift exchanges and it's all like everybody, you know, buy a gift, but it shouldn't be more than $20. Mm -hmm. It really opens you up to, so what can I do for less than $20, but that's also still really awesome and, and yeah. thoughtful and all those different things. And it sounds like you and your husband have an opportunity to kind of do some of that with your experiences. Like, Hey, because there's a cap, let's be a little bit more creative. Let's be mm -hmm. a little bit more thoughtful and let's find some things that we can do that aren't going to cost us a ton of money, but they're going to be really cool experiences. Absolutely. And, and um, I think it just, it, it allows us to make sure that we're doing things that are in alignment, right? That we're not just doing them to do them, right? It's not just the big fad thing happening. What is the purpose, right? An experience, what do we hope to gain out of this experience? And it's not always about spending money, right? It's about being in alignment with your values and what are we hoping to get out of it? What are we hoping to gain from this experience? So I just wrote down, you know, I think it would be fun by the end of the year to have another episode as a follow-up to this to see how well we did. Yes. Yes. And, and to see like what experiences we had because of this. Mm -hmm. So I love it. We did not come into this episode planning <laughs> a challenge, but uh, I love it. No. And, you know, I, I kind of, Maybe want to invite our listeners that if if you're kind of moved to some type of challenge of your own, mm. why not join us on our Facebook uh, page? In, you know, go to New Money Habits on Facebook or um, go to Instagram New Money Habits uh, there, and let us know. Like if you're if you're challenging yourself to redirect some funds and uh, what that challenge might be. But uh, I think that would be really cool. 
Absolutely. And can I throw out there, Nino, can they email us too? If they're not on social media, can they send us an email with the challenge that they're giving themselves? Just want to make it open to everybody. So if they're not on social media, maybe send us an email with a challenge. And uh, because we would love to follow up with you too, to see how it's going. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that that might be the easiest way. So um, email us at podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Let us know, like what what challenge are you setting forth for yourself? Um, that'd be that'd be really cool. And then mm-hmm. I, I love the 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 idea too of coming back in um, you know a few weeks, a few a couple of months, and um, just to, like sharing what happened, like what what was kind of the result of our challenge. I love this. See how many great things, this is just a good example of how many great things can come out of simply having a conversation, right? Normalizing the conversation about money and and looking at the opportunities out there and how many really great things can come about when you simply open up and share and and bounce ideas off of another person. So um, I love this. I love it. That's why I like our format so much. You know, yes, Mm -hmm. you and I talk about what, what topics we want to address kind of before we get on, but we really don't script this thing. We don't plan out every detail. We just kind of let the conversation unfold. And, uh, mm-hmm. and I, I love the authenticity that that brings. So uh, yeah, thank you for, for that. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I'm excited about uh, the challenges that we're uh, posing to ourselves. Yeah. So am I, I made some notes and um I'm actually kind of excited. I'm I'm already excited for the follow up episode to see all the good stuff that's <laughs> happened. And yeah. we haven't even finished this one yet. But um, I yeah, I just want to encourage everybody send an email because I and it doesn't have to be some big grand thing, right? I mean, it's what means a lot for you in your life, and and um, that's what's important, right? It's not hey, I'm going to not spend a thousand dollars. I I want it to be a challenge that you take wholeheartedly and you want to make the habit changes, right? You really want to redirect this because it's more in alignment with your, your values. So I'd love to, I'm looking forward to, to hearing all of them that we receive. So. Very cool. Well, I think that's a a really cool place to kind of wrap things up. I'll encourage our listeners again, you can find our email address down in the show notes, but you can email us at podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Let us know what your challenge is going to be for redirecting some money uh, to be more in line with your values. Um, Down in the show notes, you can also find links to schedule time with Sarah or myself. If you're somebody who just needs help, um, you know, either with this topic of kind of redirecting funds uh, or you need help identifying the categories or more specifically the reasons why you struggle with certain categories, or you just need to get a budget put in, in, into place and you need a little bit of accountability to help you with that. You can schedule time with Sarah or myself. Uh, thanks as always, Sarah, for a, a very cool and compelling conversation. I appreciate you and we'll continue this conversation next time. Thank you for listening to the New Money Habits podcast brought to you by New Money Habits and Keeping Up with the Joneses Financial Coaching. Submit your questions to our host by emailing podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Be sure to subscribe to be notified of future episodes. Join our growing group of like-minded people on Facebook and follow us on your favorite platform.
Music provided by Summer School.